This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars, the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie, and get ready because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. and welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 108. I'm your host Jeff and on this weekend's episode I'll be talking about one of my favorite characters in the entire Star Wars saga, Rey. More specifically, my favorite moments from Rey in The Force Awakens. I had talked about Daisy Ridley saying I'll always be Rey on my last episode and how I'm excited by that statement because that gives me hope that she'll be returning as Rey in some capacity in the near future. So hopefully that's going to happen because I really do like Rey. I also think that she also meant it like Carrie Fisher saying she was Leia and Leia was her. I think she also meant it like that which is also cool because she has really taken a shine to her character Ray, and that's why she said she'll always be Ray. Having said that, I'm hoping the audio is okay. I tested it a couple times, a little bit behind the scenes, a little peek behind the curtain. I am actually recording this at my second job. I am sitting up in the projection room right now recording this, so if there is any background noise, it's most likely the fan on the digital projector, so I'm sorry for that. But let's get right into my episode here. My favorite moments from Rey in The Force Awakens. Now, obviously, I've done stuff like this in the past, so next episode, 109, will most likely be my favorite moments from Rey in The Last Jedi. So, having said that, let's dive here into The Force Awakens. One of my favorite moments is right at the top of the film, when we first meet Rey, the world is first being introduced to this new character, Rey. And I love this moment. Her scavenging the Crash Star Destroyer with the, go- the Stormtrooper goggles and everything was so cool. And just showing her innocence, really, when she comes out of that 
an, I guess, an out an exhaust port, I guess, of the Star Destroyer and sledding down the sand dune on a piece of sheet metal there. It was really cool, really a lighthearted, kind of a lighthearted moment. We get introduced to her theme there as well, and I've, I've fallen in love with that theme. It is still my ringtone on my phone, so I, I just really love that theme. So when we first meet her, love that moment, great moment. Another one of my favorite moments is another kind of innocent, just chilled, laid-back moment when she's cooking herself dinner in her ATAT, her AT-AT, and she's making the bread, the portion the portions and making herself dinner and then she goes outside and sits there and just watches the horizon watching watching a ship take off dreaming of one day I will be getting off this you know desolate planet of Jakku and heading out there for adventure and just her you know eating just just the the quiet moments from her there at the beginning of the film I really enjoyed and you could even throw in the really quick scene there where she's cleaning the parts that she scavenged from the Star Destroyer there um, outside of Unkar Plutt's uh, little uh, trading post type thing there. So, Nema Outpost, that's the name of it, Nema Outpost. I knew it would come to me if I just kept talking, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's ears there with my revelation of, oh, Nima Alpes. But anyway, I love, like I said, I love just those like quiet moments towards the beginning of the film with her. And sort of, I would say sort of this is kind of her first action scene. Not, she doesn't do much action in it, but where she uh, goes and rescues BB-8 from Tito. Um, just runs up there and yelling at Tito in his alien language. I'm pretty sure she's cursing them out, you know, saying some words that are not appropriate for my show because I try to keep it family-friendly. But, yeah, she's just, like, cursing him out and cuts BB-8 loose and how BB-8 probably cursed at him when he was walking away. She told him, to, you know, calm down, shut up. <laughs> you know? And then especially when she goes to straighten his antenna and fixes his antenna for him. It was really sweet. And that becomes an ongoing thing throughout the sequel trilogy. If you really pay attention to some parts, you'll see her. She, she doesn't have to say anything, but she'll be bending down when she sees BBA for the first time in a while. She'll always be checking his antenna. Keep an eye on that when you're watching the sequel trilogy but I love that moment and then and then of course the moment when she first meets Finn was really fun and cool and just showing that she's been on this desert planet and most likely kept out of the loop from the galaxy for a while um, her thinking that Luke Skywalker was a myth I really thought was intriguing and just how her face lit up when he said carrying a map to Luke Skywalker. So her, oh my gosh, this dude's probably real. 
you know, made her face light up. And, you know, kind of the way my face lights up anytime I think about Star Wars. But, yeah, that, that moment I really loved. And, of course, the whole Nima Outpost um, scene there where her and Finn are escaping to the Millennium Falcon. And, of course, the Junk Will Do line. I love that line. And when she first meets Han Solo, I also love that moment. Just her being able to understand, um, or, yeah, her, her being able to understand Chewbacca was pretty interesting. Um, and, you know, her being fascinated when she finds out that's Han Solo, just like, you know, her face lit up just like it did when she heard Luke's name. So that was really cool, too. So she knows about all these legends and lore and stuff from the original trilogy, which is really, really cool. Still want to know how she unders uh, understood Shriwook. I really would like to know where she learned it, but that's another story for another time. But, yeah, that that, that moment. And, of course, I, the, the whole escape from Jakku flying the Falcon was cool. And, yeah, her getting rescued from Starkiller Base when she really didn't need rescuing because she got out of there fine. And one of my all-time favorite scenes in The Force Awakens is the scene with her and 007 Stormtrooper. I'm just going to call him 007 Stormtrooper because we all know that's Daniel Craig underneath the bucket, and I loved it. So, her mind-tricking 007 Stormtrooper. Love that whole scene. Just the way she was working it out in her head. She tried to mind-trick him the first time realized maybe her, her mind was not calm enough the first time she tried it. When she realized it didn't work, it seemed like she kind of like took a breath, calmed herself, tried it again, and boom, it worked. Tricked him, uncuffed her, dropped his weapon, and she got out. So that whole sequence, the whole Starkiller, getting out of Starkiller base, and of course, the fight in the forest there on uh, Ilum, Starkiller base, with Kylo Ren was awesome. I still get goosebumps when it looked like Kylo was the only one trying to call Luke slash Anakin's lightsaber to his hand. But little did we know, Ray was standing behind him doing the same thing. And when that hilt shot past Kylo Ren and he backed out of the way at the last second and it went into her hand. Even talking about it right now, I'm getting goosebumps. Um, it was one of those moments in the theater where if I, I did see when I saw Force Awakens I saw it I think the I did see it opening weekend with my nephew I saw it the Saturday night of opening weekend that, that year with my nephew and niece there was a good amount of people in our showing but it wasn't a sellout and maybe three four actually it was probably between 10 and 15 people I heard clap and I wanted to clap too, but I did the fist pump and also 
fist bumped my nephew. So it was awesome. It was a moment that, you know, you only have once when you first see a film. Obviously, you only have that first moment. And like I said, I still get goosebumps, though, every time I watch it. And that, to me, that and the 007 Stormtrooper scene are probably my two favorite race scenes in The Force Awakens. Her getting Anakin slash Luke's hilt called to her hand and her mind-tricking 007 Stormtrooper. Those have to be my two favorite moments from Rey in The Force Awakens. And I'm pretty sure I'm leaving out some I always do when I do these things because I don't know if I've said in the past, but I don't do show notes because I am not a very good um, reader out loud. If I was sitting here reading a passage out of a book to you off of a page, you would know that I'm actually reading words off of a page because I'm bad with knowing where to pause and punctuation and all that stuff. And I'll be honest, some words, I, I don't know if I look at a word, even though I probably know what that word is. I, I need to sound it out because I I don't I have trouble with long words I have trouble with words that I don't use every day when I'm reading and I'll have to sound those words out so that's why I don't take show notes you guys trust me I'm surprised I have any listeners at all but the ones I do have know me I, I, I think they know me kind of well so they know that yeah reading and Reading written word is not my thing. I struggle with it all the time. So that's why I don't take show notes. I don't want to put you guys through that torture of trying to listen to me read. It would be like listening to a kindergartner reading. So you don't want to hear that. Trust me. But that's why I don't take show notes. And that's why every time I do one of these shows, I know I'm forgetting some moments. But... Like, like I always say, and I'm going to keep saying it until, you know, maybe one of these days I will start getting feedback. Let me know some of your favorite Ray moments in The Force Awakens. You can do it on Twitter at that BMC pod. You can do it on my personal Twitter account at that fish. Fish is spelled F-I-C-H. Or you can email the Blue Milk Cafe at that BMC pod at gmail.com. And as always, until next time, till the spires. Give the evacuation code signal. for stopping by the cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Milk Cafe on Twitter at that BMC pod. You can follow the Facebook group, the BMC pod. You can also email the Blue Milk Cafe that 
bmcpod at gmail.com. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good. Anyway. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>